Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Ujerones, welcome back to the podcast. We have a very special interview for you today. We're going to get into life, um, immigration status stuff, just the obstacles that come up, um, mainly growing up as first gens. If all of that resonates, I know that you're here in this community. That's something that runs deep in the first gen experience, I like to call it. So definitely stick with me here because we have such a powerful conversation. My special guest is Daisy Carrillo Lopez. She is a proud product of Mexico and deep East Oakland. Daisy started writing poetry when she was around just 13 years old, and shortly after, she found out her immigration status, and we're going to get all into that because it's such a powerful story. Daisy, thank you so much for being here. No, thank you, Sonia, for having me um, and gave me the opportunity to share a little bit about this journey um, and how, you know, even though it's been um, it's been a road, um, we, we found our magic and we're sharing, sharing it with the world every day through poetry arts and just all the beautiful things um, that we love to do. And I love that. I feel like that's a message that you really push through your content, your brand, everything that you do. Um, it's like owning your magic, right? Finding that magic, owning it, stepping into that. So let's start off with your story. Tell us a little bit more about you and your journey on owning your magic. Yeah, of course, I can touch a little bit on that. So um, as you mentioned, my name is Daisy. Um, I am an author, abolitionist, immigrant rights advocate, and poeta. Um, I started writing poetry around the, the age of 13. Um, shortly after finding out my immigration status, like you mentioned, um, it was a time that was confusing where I was trying to find all the answers to, to my questions and not a lot of people had answers for me. So there was a lot of frustration at that time. And that's when I turned to words and I channeled all those emotions of frustration, of of uncertainty at the moment. Um, and and really found that through words and poetry, I was I was helping heal those things that were coming up throughout the process. Um, that I was finding out all this stuff and and just words in general have helped me heal. Um, even as I've gone on this journey um as an adult, um, when like childhood trauma be popping up, when like things you you thought, you know, um you had, you know, go healed through keep popping up. So um definitely words have shaped me in so many ways. And and I do talk a lot about the magic. And the magic is to me is that thing that you know that you got the juice, like we say in the bay that you got that nobody else has, you know? Um, and we all have that one thing. And through my writing, I really hope um, that I am helping our communities um, own that magic, discover that magic, and 
and hopefully, you know, motivate them to put it out there for the world to experience and to see, because um, as we all got it, we all want to see it, you know, and and um, I'm helping create those spaces where we can all come and show that magic in, in different ways. Um, hosting um, open mics, um, community events where people could come share um, their their magic in all shapes and forms. Um, and so, yeah, it's a little bit about me. Yes, I love that. I love that so much. I am, I like geek out on owning your power, especially just because I feel like a lot of times we set ourselves back thinking about comparison, right? And like, oh, someone's already doing it. Why should I even like start a podcast, for example? But the conversations, the ma your magic, like you say, is what makes a difference, right? And our experiences, the way we were raised, our thoughts, our viewpoints, they all matter in this world and they will all resonate with someone. So I want to kind of get into that part of your story if you're open to it. Um, I know you talk a lot about, you know, just the opportunities that maybe were harder for you because of your immigration status. I know that's a huge reason why you're now an immigration advocate and you fight so much for our people. So can you tell us a little bit more about your experience and how that has shaped who you are today? Yeah, I like I said a little bit earlier at that time when I found out um, that was undocumented, um, there was a lot of uncertainty, a lot of questions. And I just... Um, thought like what's gonna happen to my dreams I'm a Capricorn so you know Capricorns plan their life out a lot <laughs> and so I was like um yeah the plan gonna have to go a little different now um so it was a time where like you know I really had to sit down and reflect and um while it was a time where you know many people didn't have um questions um I was determined I mean answers I was determined to find um answers to my questions um, and I leaned into into my community. Um, um, there were so many mentors around me at the time um, that, you know, helped me through the process. Um, even um, when I got to 12th grade um, and figuring out what, how I was going to pay for, for, for school, um, I leaned into my community, into my mentors and those people who believed in me, who believed in my magic. Um, and they helped me uh, figure out how I was going to gonna pay um and i i am so grateful that at the time you know i had I had people around me who believed in me um who who tapped in into their networks and i was able to get um a sponsor to to pay for undergrad which was a huge blessing and i was able to graduate um debt free which i know it's not the case for many people um so that was a that was the beginning of also you know figuring out um where to tap in for resources and I've always been um I've always said this out loud you know like it'll always be a no if you don't ask um and so at that time when I was going through that process of applying to undergrad I was like well I if I'm gonna do this like I need to tap into to people who believe in me and and I ask for support and like great so grateful that I was able to find a way through um to to be able to go through undergrad um and and I still worked. Um, I still worked through throughout undergrad to be able to afford college too. Um, and it was just one of those things that is like I knew I wanted to do it, and I knew um that if I if I like they say if you want to do it, you'll find a way. And so that's that's how that happened. Um, but 
as this battle of DACA has been going back and forth with um with the courts, um the uncertainty is still there, you know, like we're still waiting to hear back about what's going to happen um with DACA. And I know we'll be receiving a decision within the next couple couple years. So um that is still there, but um I think you know our communities have been here way before that and we have um we have existed here and we have that that magic and we are that that community that thrives and perseveres regardless of what's thrown at us. So um, I'm sure that, you know, we will continue to thrive no matter what. Yes. And I want to take just a moment to hold space for any of you that are tuning in that are DACA recipients, because it's a very emotional topic for sure. I, um, my brothers both are, were immigrated here when they were just kids and I didn't live it myself, but I lived through it so closely with them. And it's such a difficult journey to be in a place where you feel like this is home and someone telling you, you don't belong here in ways that, you know, maybe they don't say it to your face, but the opportunities become harder, right? Going to school becomes harder. You can't even travel like other people. So anything that you want to share for those that might be in that place and need just some some words a space to just feel validated because the uncertainty of this process is so difficult how do you navigate that yeah it's a it's again um remembering that you're not alone mm. um i think for the longest i felt like i was alone um when I found out I was undocumented, I didn't know there was other students in my high school that were undocumented until we had to fill out the DREAM Act. And I was like, wait. So I thought I was on in this uh, like by myself, but there's actually other folks here experiencing the same thing, which I wish I would have known so that we could have leaned together to hold each other, to share the resources together. Um, and so so all of us um, who you know are waiting for that decision and all of our families who are living without that protection, without DACA, um, I want us all to know that, you know, um, we are here and we are here in big numbers and they can try to do whatever they want to like uh, try to silence our vo voices um, to try to make us believe that that we don't have power. Um, but we know we have power because we are here in numbers. And that is what they're scared of. That is literally what they're scared of. Um, I think Latinos have become, uh, I think now the largest world population in the United States. Um, Imagine if all undocumented folks um, had the right to vote. Imagine, imagine, like just imagine. Um, mm -hmm. And that is what they're scared of. So always remember your power. Remember that um, at the end of the day, we're, we, are, we are here, we have a voice um, and that together in community, we will always hold each other. Um, I am I, I'm a believer that not just people with DACA should, should have a path to citizenship. Um, every every undocumented folk folks in this country um, deserve a path to citizenship. So um, we are here I'm with you, and you're not alone. So just remember that. Yes, I love that. And this is what um, your brand, your community is all about, right? If you are looking for a place to connect with others, definitely connect with Daisy and. I'll obviously be sharing more on where to follow and all of that. But first, I want to get into your book, your um, poetry book, and just 
talking a little bit more about how you were able to come and follow through with that, because that's such a difficult process, right? And I love that, you know, you talk about your experiences through there, Entre la Miel y el Fuego. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, yeah, so um, I wrote this poetry book. Well, I released this poetry book um in two thousand two. Now, um, it's crazy that it's been a little bit over a year now, um, and it's a collection that uh poetry that um was written prior to two thousand two, the last year of two thousand two, so two thousand one, two thousand two, um, it is a collection that touches on the themes of community, love, immigration, heartbreak. It's a Spanglish poetry collection, um, which um, it's a new, you know, like as as um. First gen growing up here, we all know that Spanglish. Um, mm -hmm. As I, I'll say for myself, sometimes I feel like I can't conquer both the English and the Spanish. So <laughs> Same. I'm going back and forth here, here and there. Like, and then also some words don't hit as hard as they do in Spanish. So with um with my writing, you know, I hope you know that I'm um inspiring folks to to heal through those topics that we were told to to not talk about. Um, I. I talk about my immigration status for the longest I was told, you know, don't share that with anybody. Um, I talk about growing up in a household where um, substance abuse um, existed, you know, you know, um, and I was told, you know, that's that stays in the house. Um, I was told uh, I talk about issues of um, the roles that women in my household were were told they needed to, to follow because they were women. And I challenged the, all that in my pieces. And so um, it's really a book that touches on the things that, you know, we were told um we were told nobody should know about, but the world needs to know about. Um, and of course, a touch on, on love, heartbreak, you know, uh, I think poetry sometimes associated with those two things heavy. So I do have a little piece of piece of that on there, too. Um, but this whole project, again, leaning back into community, it, it came together as community. The cover of the book was actually made by my boy Eddie, um, a San Diego artist um, during his time in immigration detention. Um, he actually won his case and is now back in the community um, and is continuing his healing um, with those he loves and, and his daughter. Um, so I really want to thank Eddie for, for bringing that piece of his magic into this project. Um, the photography was done by my homegirl Esmeralda and he's Stokeland photographer. And the Spanish was proofread by my um, Spanish high school teacher. So it really was like a piece of me in different stages of my life coming together to bring this project together. Um, and honestly, I never thought I was going to have a poetry book out there. Um, the opportunity came and um, I was like, well, um, I have all this poetry sitting together, waiting to be heard um, and waiting to be shared. Like, why don't I just put it together in a book? And it's actually self-printed, not published um, because I wasn't um, going to wait for somebody to tell me this work is good because I know my work is good. And so I was like, I need to get this out there and just get the ball rolling. So there's um these the websites where you know you can print your photos. Um, I don't know if folks are familiar with that. And so I found one and I just uploaded everything, every part of a book, um, but with my poetry on there and made it happen. And that's how that came to be. And again, it's a it's a it's it's a story of like um believing in yourself, of putting yourself out there and being your your biggest cheerleader. And leaning into community um, to to make these dreams come true, um, and that's how that that project came to be. Yes, so powerful. That is so incredible, and I just want to celebrate you for, you know, taking matters into your own hands. I think sometimes that we wait for these opportunities to present themselves, and the reality is, we can truly create that. And you're such a huge 
example of that. So can you tell me with that, what were the things that really allowed you to step into that moment where you were like, you know what, I'm not going to wait around. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to gather my people, make this happen. Amiga, if this topic resonated with you, I want you to join me inside Mujeron University, our signature group coaching program that helps you gain clarity, master confidence, and build an impactful community. This transformational program is for you if you feel like you are meant for more. You are ready to redirect your life. You want to connect with your inner self. You are determined to stop making excuses and ready to take action. This is also a great opportunity for you to build an impactful community and surround yourself with like-minded amigas who are ready to support you, cheer you on, and help you on your journey to becoming the mujeron of your dreams. We are currently enrolling from inside the waitlist, so make sure you sign up because there are many more perks for you if you are inside the waitlist. Click the link on the show notes for more information. All right, amiga, I cannot wait to talk to you and let's get back to the show. What do you think were like the, the key things that helped you get there? Hmm. The key things that helped me get there. Um, I think, but like the biggest one, believing, believing in myself, um, huh. believing in myself and what got me to believe in myself, um, re- realizing, um, where my strength comes from. And that is my, my family, uh, my mother, um, and um realizing like what do i what do i want to leave behind um what kind mm. of legacy i want to leave behind what do i want to be remembered for um and and realizing that you know life passes life passes by you like we go day by day like sometimes on on routine on routine and sometimes you look back and and you 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 look and see well what have i done this week this month this year these last 5 years um and for me, it was it was it was thinking about you know what I want to leave behind and the leg and the legacy I want to leave behind, and the impact I want to make in my community, um, and and realizing that you know my ancestors passed this magic. I'm sure like somebody in my in my lineage wrote poetry, and they probably just didn't have um, the resources um, or you know the, honestly the time with going back into the roles that are that you know we play in our that we play in our communities that we play in our families um and so that magic was ready to be shared that magic was ready to come out the box um and and realizing that you know it's it was given it was it was the time the time was given to me for a reason and you know like malgastar and you know and so realizing that i love that i felt chills when you said that like someone in your lineage had to write poetry and like it's so crazy to think about right every single one of us has a special gift it takes one person in our ancestors like from our ancestors in our family to change the game for the next generation and that is just crazy so if you're listening here let this be your message. If you're sitting on an idea, if you're sitting on a dream, you're sitting on that version of you that you want to become, Daisy, like, thank you so much because you're just an example to so many of the Latinas listening that we can do it right and we can take matters into our own hands to make it happen. 
Now, I wanted to talk a little bit more about um, something you were sharing right now. Um, your your close circle, right? Like the people that really support you. For you, like your mom, obviously. For me as well. Like when we host events, you'll probably see my mom blowing up balloons. <laughs> we're doing doing our backdrop, like our last signature event. She did the entire decorations and that's just so amazing and I feel like as first gen sometimes many of us do have that right a lot of us don't but many of us do tell me about your circle like who who has inspired you in in ways that you were like I cannot let them down how do you how do you keep them close how do you honor them how do you navigate through that that's a great question um the first one will always be my mom. Um, like my my mom is my number one supporter. When I'm down, my mom has held me up, even when she herself has been down. Um, and just thinking of, they, like, you know, they left the whole life behind for me to even have this opportunity. How can I even take it for granted? You know, um, they left everything they knew. Um, they left everything they knew and that's always in the back of my mind every single day that I wake up like how am I how am I waking up how am I going to do today um what am I going to do today to like you know make just a sacrifice and I know that's a big thing to carry and I'm also learning you know this is also my journey um so there there's a balance with with, with believing those two things um sometimes it's easier than than other times to balance it not gonna lie um but that is the thing that keeps me motivated second thing my homegirls, man, I have a close circle of homegirls that, you know, I can hit up and, and I know like I'm down. Um, They'll bring me up. If I'm happy, they're down to celebrate. If I'm confused, they're going to help me find an answer, you know? So shout out to the homegirls. Yes. Name, name a few of my homegirl, Maria, my homegirl, Michelle, Elsie, Anna, I'm just like mujerones that are also, you know, mm. doing big things, you know? um, And, and just like, they like just like I lean in on them and and they uplift me like the exchange is mutual like the exchange is mutual I think sometimes you know um we can get caught up um on the messages that are fed to us that want to put us against each other as women um but in my circle like that's not how it is like we we are uplifting each other um letting each other know you know that you know we're as unique as they come each with our own sauce and magic and and we're just you know supporting each other and um leaning leaning into each other so definitely the women in my life um mm -hmm. the women mm -hmm. in my life have all um continue to make me sparkle yes i love that and one of the reasons why i i ask you this and i like to ask anyone doing like going after their goals you know writing a book building their big vision is because time and time again, I find people say like, find your people, right? And if you're tuning in, and maybe you don't have um, close friends that support you, or maybe you don't have family that supports you, I want to encourage you to reach out to us and connect with, you know, a community, maybe it's pushing yourself out there and going to one of our events, right? Maybe it's pushing yourself out there and sending that DM to someone that you admire just to connect because it is so important to do things together, to find that circle, to find that community within your community, because that has for sure helped me. I, I want to say it's like helped me 
go faster in this journey of building Mujeron movement. And I'm sure you can say the same, right? Having that close circle. So I wanted to make sure we talked about that because it's such an important part of the journey. We truly yeah. cannot do this alone. Yes. And on top of that, um, Sonia, um, as you're going through this journey, I will also say that, you know, um, sometimes you outgrow people. Mm. And that's like, um, that's also... Um, a part of the process um and no no hard feelings no you know no nothing like that um but like sometimes you know you also have to like clear your circle sometimes right. um um you are who you surround yourself with um so definitely um tap into um tap into with us tap into uh you know the the movement that you're building um find your community wherever that wherever you know you feel comfortable wherever you feel supported um and trust me there's people out there ready to support you like there really is right I'm so happy you brought that up because it's so true I remembered at our first Mujeron annual event um we had two speakers Annette and Felicia talk about sister wounds and she talked about you know just how sometimes in our journey we will be hurt or offended or maybe you know backstabbed in some way from people and um how do you navigate those sister wounds like what are some of the ways that you've been able to make peace and move on or you know just continue with your journey without that being so heavy on you yeah um one thing um don't take nothing personal that's a, mm -hmm. that's a, that's one thing that I try to always come back and remember like um someone else's um actions words are like a reflection of what they're going through and what they're going through in their own healing journey in their own life journey um so don't take things personal um two um take take the beautiful moments like you know um take the beautiful moments you enjoy with that person um the lessons that that person gave you um and you know la vida sigue la vida sigue like you know la vida sigue i believe so so much on that um and at the end of the day people are experiences in our lives you know sometimes they're here for seasons um not for you know lifetimes and it, it is what it is like again take the take the beautiful moments and keep pushing keep moving um and as long as as you remember your purpose your why as long as you remember your why you know, the, the mm -hmm. how is easy. So. Yes. I recently heard somewhere on social media, don't be sad that it ended, be happy that it happened. And I think that really resonates with this because I will like vulnerably open up and say, I've gone through some relationships that were heavy on me that they ended specifically within the Latina community. Right. And I think, like you said, there's times where you outgrow people or the 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 reason why you guys connected initially no longer is alive or is not as strong as it was, right? And I think one of the things that I went through big time in 2023 was you don't have to convince people of your good heart. If things were taking the wrong way or right and vice versa, right? With other people as well. So I, I am so glad you touched on that because it's definitely something that we don't talk a lot about in our communities. And it's so like, we all go through it. <laughs> yeah, we do. 
we do and like back into like you know I feel like there could be a lot of like hard feelings mm -hmm. um it is it's just I feel like you know um movie Basil's hard feelings is part of the healing process um but at the end I think at the end of the day should never be any hard feelings like you know take 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 it for take it for an experience and and the beautiful moments and and take that take just to, to choose to take that with you because if you focus so much on the negative it like balance it like unbalances things and um i will say though that is sometimes it's hard sometimes it's hard yes very hard yeah absolutely so i would love to end this with a piece from your book if you're open to that Yes, of course, of course. Um, whatever you feel called to share with us today, I would love, love to just um, allow our listeners to, you know, experience one of your pieces. Yes, I got you. Um, this piece is actually going to be in my new poetry collection um, titled Floreciendo with this magic. Um, it's a collection, a Spanish poetry collection that is about transformation, about growth, about um, you know going through those hard moments and floreciendo. Um, I I am a I am a summer person, but I do acknowledge that the rain you know is what's needed to grow, and the rain is you know those those moments that make us sometimes question our um, question our existence and question like our whys, um, but um, are you know moments that are that are needed are needed to. Um, I needed to, to grow, to continue to grow. Um, so let me, let me read this. I, to 20, through 20, through 2023, um, was a rough year for me. And so I had to forgive myself for some of the decisions that I took that, you know, might've not, yielded in ways that I wanted them to yield um and this piece I wrote as a piece um that I wanted to remind myself that you know you know um one nobody's perfect and two you know we're all growing and 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 going through phases of transformation um so this one is called uh perdonar para florecer dear self I want to tell you that I forgive you for tolerating too much, for saying yes when every part of your body told you to say no, for realizing that the only one you're hurting is yourself and no one else by doing so. I forgive you. You were thought, you were thought, taught pleasing others would bring you joy, not realizing it broke parts of you that have caused you to rebuild. But I forgive you. I know today you walk with so much knowledge and great power. You're reclaiming the parts that hurt, but also the parts that bring out your light. Learning that crying ain't a weakness. Water has healed you. Your fire is regaining strength because despite it all, your rebirth can be stopped. You are the phoenix. The phoenix is rising. Give yourself the grace you've given others. Dear self, I forgive you. Sigue floreciendo con tu magia. Wow, thank you. So beautiful and powerful. Daisy, thank you so much for the work that you do.
for sharing your voice, for stepping into your power, for sharing your magic. It's definitely not easy, but I want you to know, like, we see it, we feel it, and I'm just here celebrating you right now. Can you share where we can connect with you, how people can buy your book? Yeah. Um, thank you, Sonia, first for like the opportunity to come here and share my journey, my story, and connect with all y'all. Um, you can find um, my poetry on Instagram as Pura Vida 510. Um, connect with me uh, for any poetry readings, engagements, um, and just show some love. Um, yes. Show some love. Yeah, show some love. I appreciate y'all sharing my work. Um, you can find my book on my website on puravida510.shop. Um, I have merch there, stickers. Um, yeah, and and we would love to connect with y'all. And again, thank you so much for this opportunity. Yes, no, I will definitely share all the links on the show notes. So ladies, please check it out support Daisy by buying her book, connecting with her and just showing some love. Like you said, I um, wanted to just share quickly how you and I connected because I think it's such a beautiful example of when we get out of our own way and just put ourselves out there, we get opportunities to connect. We get opportunities to tell our story. So Daisy just sent an email to me saying, hey, I want to connect um, I, I believe it was about the podcast and quickly I was like, absolutely. Let's get on a, on a recording. Our first recording wasn't successful. <laughs> it only recorded like half. So here we are once again, recording this. I just really knew that I needed to get you back on here. That first conversation was so powerful, just like this one. And thank you. Thank you so much for reaching out, for supporting Mujer on Movement, um, we're here to support each other. We are. We are here to support each other. Um, and as long as we can continue creating these communities, you know, um, I think our communities will continue to thrive, to thrive. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Yes. Thank you, Daisy. Thank you, amigas, for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron podcast. Keep on owning your magia. Keep on working to become the Mujeron of your dreams. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.